Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with Party at the bodega. What up, everybody? This is your man, Benz Pharrell. We're thinking out loud. How's everybody doing today? It's Labor Day Monday, all right? Really, I don't celebrate these little silly pagan holidays and stuff, but I will celebrate Labor Day for only one reason and one reason only, and that's Juve, because I am from the Caribbeans. My family are from the Caribbeans, so I do participate in Caribbean festivities. But anyway, crime-fighting fog hits shoplifters as retail theft spirals out of control. All right, a disorienting, uh, disorienting, and blinding fog connected to a store's alarm is a relatively new security measures to stop would-be thieves as organized retail crime spirals out of control. The technology, which was created by Density USA, is already in use in several countries in the European Union and Australia, but is becoming more prevalent in the U.S., said Michael Eagle, president of Density USA. Stores lost an estimated $86.6 billion to retail theft in 2022, all right? That's um, these alleged numbers, this $86.6 billion. I am not behind this, so don't attack me about these numbers. These, stu- these statistics that these people have, don't even put this on me, all right? Me, I have a side eye to it, whatever. Like, that's how I am. I'm just reporting the fucking news right here that makes me feel some type of way, but whatever. I blame the fucking economic um, legislators or people that's behind this nonsense. I blame them for this. That's you the one who caused the crimes to go up. I, I blame the government. I blame the legislators, the judicial system, all right? I blame them, all right, for the crime to go where it's at because they can stop it, all right? Now they have a determinant, a fog machine, all right? So the technology, which was created by Density USA, is already in use in several countries in the European Union and Australia, but is becoming more prevalent in the U.S., all right? Michael Eagle, president of Density USA, stores lost an estimated $86.6 billion to retail theft in 2022. And projections indicate that amount may reach $115 billion in 2025. You hear that? Projections. According to Capital One Shopping Research, I think the COVID-19 pandemic tore the social and economic fabric of America, Eagle told news sources. Pre-pandemic crime was under the... was on the decline. But when the nation shut down and the economy stepped backwards, common sense went to an all-time low. And sadly, crime rose and continues to grow. Okay? Businesses have been forced to hide products behind registers or lock them up in glass cases to protect their inventory. That hasn't stopped orchestrated smash-and-grab robberies in which thieves execute intricate plots to grab as many items as possible and leave before witnesses get a good look or police to respond. Eagle said there was one instance in, in the United Kingdom where a truck took 
out the entire front of a jewelry store, but the fog covered the 900 square foot space in less than five seconds. Once it's activated, the Density USA system creates a dense fog, all right, a dense fog, just then keep blinking out, a dense fog with a near zero visibility and conditions in just seconds. Like I'm looking at the doggone screen and it's just blinking and blinking and blinking and then it reverts back to the top of the goddamn screen. So I, I won't stop talking. I'm going to just tell you exactly what I'm seeing. All right. Like, you know, once it's activated, the density USA system see it's doing it again. I don't know what's up. Something ain't right. Creates a dense fog with near zero visibility conditions in just seconds, Eagle said. The fog is designed to be dense and disorientating to deter an intruder from following through with their intentions. In this case of the United um, Kingdom jewelry store, the thieves came away empty-handed, he said. Thieves can't steal what they can't see. Well, the company is based in St. Louis. But the European Union was the first to approve the fog machine as a crime deterrent. After seeing its, its success, Eagle said he and his business partners, Scott Bader, introduced their security measure to the United States, which is used in stores in a handful of states. After seeing the rise in crime across the United States and billions of dollars of loss, billions of dollars lost to intrusions, including burglaries, riots, and looting. We partnered with our colleagues in the European Union to bring Density Global to the U.S. as Density USA, Eagle stated. The system can be used in all retail settings, from clothing stores and pharmacies to cannabis stores, from convenience stores to gun shops. A 2022 report from the Retail Security Survey found $94.5 billion in losses in 2021 because of shrink. Losses come from the causes of other than sales, which includes shoplifting and damaged products. That's up from $90.8 billion in 2022. All right. So which includes shoplifting and damaged products. So there's other um factors that's added to that not just shoplifting all right so uh there's a lot of things going on and then there's other reports i see one in el monte california a jewelry store owner fights backs against these um some jewelry thief sprayed something in somebody's face and ran into the jewelry store and start smashing and grabbing. But the fucking owner of the jewelry store is fighting and fighting and stuff. This is in um, El Monte, Mezzas Jewelry in El Monte, California. I'm looking at it on another screen and stuff. And then you see what I'm saying? Uh, that's just to show you the seriousness of well, we're going to get back to this fog machine and stuff like that. See, I got a whole bunch of screens, but the Internet be tripping sometimes when I'm over here reading the news. And it, it, it never did that. I had these equipments for years and never did that. Only when I'm using a specific Internet Wi-Fi, that's when they start playing around 
Sometimes it does do it. Sometimes it don't do it. Most of the times it never does it. I don't know why he's doing it, but whatever. I'm not going to make a big deal about it. All right. So, like I said, there's other factors into the shoplifting lifting uh, up, and which includes shoplifting and damaged products. So, I'm trying to tell you, there's other factors that's adding up to the shrink losses for these retail stores. The study found that similar to last five years, similar to the last five years, the average shrink rate in 2021 was 1.4 percent, according to the study. Organized retail crime, which increased on average by 26.5% in 2021, is the driving force, the study says. All right, retailers on average saw a 26.5% increase in organized retail crime, which they have an acronym for it called ORC. Eight in 10 retailers surveyed report that the violence and aggression associated with ORC incidents increased in the past year. The 2022 Retail Security Survey says the current climate of active assailants and gun violence add to retailers concerns about being able to keep employees and customers safe. All right, so they came up with a machine, everybody. It's a fog machine. Soon it's activated in about five seconds to six seconds. The whole perimeter is um, covered in dense fog, all right? So it's going to be hard for the shoplifters to smash and grab anything because they can't really see. So they're going to get out of that area. That's a little bit of time for the, um, a little bit of time for security measures to um, advance to the circumstances that's being, uh, you know, happening and shit like that. So... Uh, uh, they deter smashing grabs. But I wonder if uh, Density USA or whoever that um, intrigued this new method of deterring criminal activity, I wonder if they have a deterrent for people to get jobs, a deterrent for people to be successful in life. Did they come up with that? I don't think so because they like to build off the back of goddamn criminal activities and the prison system. I'm going to just put that out there because I can do that, all right? You can get upset if you really want to, but I'm going to help you think about things out here. When I see an article that interests me, I'm going to talk about it. That's what I do, and I'm going to make sure that you listen to what I'm saying so you can have your own thoughts, all right? So you can have your own opinions to see what's really going on in our country called the United States of America. But we're going to keep it moving. This is Thinking Out Loud. Yes, sir. Florida teacher killed in a murder-suicide that left a second victim injured, all right? So... A Florida elementary school math teacher was shot and killed in a murder-suicide outside Miami while another victim was injured in the incident, according to the police. Maria Cruz, de la Cruz, a 51 years old, was found with a gunshot wound inside a home in Palmetto Estates, located south of Miami. At about 4.20 p.m. on Friday, Miami-Dade Police Department Detective Angel Rodriguez said in a statement to news sources, Cruz was also a mother, had worked at the Dorrell Academy K-8 Charter for nearly a decade when she was killed. 
a GoFundMe account established in her memory. All right, so they got her a GoFundMe uh, just for her. A man was also shot at the house before the male suspect, whose identity was not made public, turned the gun on himself and died by suicide, Rodriguez says, adding that a gun was found lying on the floor next to him. So Cruz and the male victim were transported to Jackson South Medical Center for treatment where Cruz died from her injuries. Rodriguez says the condition of the injured man was not disclosed. Detectives has determined this as a murder-suicide. Rodriguez told news sources another woman was in the home during the incident but was not injured. The Miami Police Department did not immediately respond to a request from comments for any type of comment. It is with a heavy heart that we inform you of the loss of our cherished Miss Maria Cruz. Dorel Academy of Principal Eleonora or Eleonora Cuesta said in a statement to news sources in Miami, her compassion, commitment, and love for her students have left an undeniable, uh, undeniable mark on us all. I'm going to just say it like that because there's another word that I'm not familiar with. In these difficult times, our thoughts and heartfelt praise are with her daughters. May the memory of our beloved Maria Cruz be a blessing, Questa added. The principal of the little charter school. Dorrell Academy created a GoFundMe page to raise money for Cruz daughters. As of Monday morning, it has amassed over $29,000. Please join our school community as we grieve the tragic loss of Miss Maria Cruz, a beloved teacher who showed unwavering love and dedication to our Dorrell Academy and Just Arts and Management students for nearly a decade. The fundraiser stated, let us come together for her two daughters as they navigate through this extremely difficult time. Miss Cruz will never be forgotten. A neighbor told news sources that the people inside the home were where the shooting happened were new to the neighborhood and that she did not know much about them. All right. One of the neighbors said that to the news sources. You don't know what the neighbors are neighbors are capable of it could have happened outside and someone could have gotten hurt innocently she stated i just hope that nothing like this ever happens again okay our neighbor told uh news outlets he called 911 after hearing gunshots from his home another neighbor Radel Munoz, who lived several homes down from where the shooting happened, said the area being blocked off is quite a surprise, to say, to say the least. Notice a bunch of ambulance coming by, firefighters, helicopters. Then I came outside to see what was going on, Munoz says. Quite very concerning. I never expected something like this so close to my home. The events leading up to the shooting remain unclear, according to the police. All right, so doggone school teacher got shot. Uh, it appears to be a murder suicide. They did not disclose the information of the suspect that shot the teacher, but the suspect, it looks like the suspect also killed himself, you know, according to the goddamn Miami Dade County Police and stuff. So I'm not sure what was really going on, but this was. 
what happened, another gun violence, and doggone the in the state of Florida, you know what I'm saying? This Florida kind of different from um, America because Florida got a whole bunch of nonsense going on over there. You know, I, I don't even like the state of Florida, to keep it real with you. I got family in Florida, but I don't even like Florida. Florida is weird to me because people are quick to pick up a gun to solve any issues that they have, you know? It's very unreasonable extremely irrational so we're gonna keep it moving with some more news you already know what time it is i don't even want to say story time because i seen this lady that's mad at blue um no she and blue was complaining you know blue the artist um bootsy um artist um young blue whatever you call that little nigga and shit and one of those um females He's from Philadelphia. I think he flew the girl out somewhere, and he ain't. I don't think Blue hit it. You know, looked like she wanted to do something freaky to Blue, but Blue ain't participated in that and sent her back home, returned the sender, and she's pissed off about something. It's on my TikTok. You'll see it on my TikTok. You know, I got all all of the celebrity news that you could think of is all on my TikTok. Like, anything that you could come up with in your mind is all in my TikTok. And matter of fact, you got other content creators that go on my TikTok and they use it to do their content, which I don't have a problem with. It's all cool with me. You see what I'm saying? Because I focus on Spotify. I'm focused on Spotify. I'm trying to get Spotify in a way where I could, you know, work easily. You see what I'm saying? But we're going to keep it moving on to some more news. Moving along. Teenager arrested in Orlando. A drive-by shooting that killed six a six-year-old and a 19-year-old. All right? Let me give you some details. Orlando, Florida. A 15-year-old is facing homicide charges in connection to a shooting in Orlando that left a six-year-old and a 19-year-old dead, police said. The teen was arrested for first-degree homicide in the August 29th shooting that left a six-year-old Aaliyah Hashem and a 19-year-old Isaiah Wright dead. We commend the swift action, good policing, diligent work of the law enforcement, Orlando Police Department, to make this arrest. Bakary Burns, an Orlando commissioner who represents the Carver Shores community where the shooting happened, said... We as a community have to come together to find solutions for some of those root causes of these senseless violence acts. According to the Orlando Police Department, OPD, at 8.20 p.m., Hashim was shot while inside her living room and later declared deceased. Her mother was also injured in the shooting and suffered non-life-threatening injuries. Right, the third gunshot victim, arrived at Health Central in OKE and was declared deceased by medical staff there. Police said Hashim and her mother were not the intended targets of the shooting. Young people, this is not a video game. This is not a social media trick. You put a gun out and take somebody's life, it's over. I'm sorry, won't fix it. My condolences have grief, having grief, won't change it. Bishop Kelvin Cabarrus. Bishop Kevin Kelvin Cabarrus. 
an Orlando pastor that told news sources this. The investigation is still ongoing and police are encouraging anyone with information related to this shooting to contact the Orlando Police Homicide Unit. All right, so this goes on every day, all the time. I don't know why, people. Ladies and gentlemen, I just don't like it. Let me see what else they got. You know, sometimes I skim through this stuff. Florida man arrested after posting his new Mercedes-Benz he stole on social media. Let me see what the hell this is. All right. A Florida man arrested. Hold up. Hold up, ladies and gentlemen. A Florida man arrested after posting his new Mercedes-Benz he stole on social media. Details. Deltona, Florida. A Palm Coast man was arrested after deputies connected him to a string of car break-ins in Deltona that he reportedly did while driving around in a stolen Mercedes-Benz that he posted on social media. Deputy says Nicholas Coffey, 23 years old, was reported driving through Deltona in a Mercedes-Benz that was stolen out of Ormond Beach with another person inside the vehicle when the two were caught on a residential security camera. Armand Beach. Coffee was also caught on video around 4.30 in the morning Saturday when he stopped at a Deltona gas station in the stolen car and made a purchase inside the store. Deputy says he had the same face covering around his neck and blue latex gloves that the deputies observed in the residential security camera earlier that night. When images from the gas station circulated, a Volusia detective recognized Coffey, who had a warrant out for his arrest for a separate case. His distinct face and neck tattoos were visible in the security images. Coffey's social media also displayed multiple photos of him wearing the same clothing in the gas station video and the residential security footage he also reportedly posted on social media about having a new Mercedes Benz. License plate reader data also showed the stolen Mercedes was in Deltona from 3 in the morning to 5.45 in the morning Saturday around the same time as the break-ins. Detectives tracked down Coffey, Mr. Coffey, in Daytona Beach around 5 in the morning Sunday and arrested him on outstanding warrants. Coffey was charged with 11 counts of conspiracy to commit burglary of a conveyance and one count of conspiracy to commit attempted burglary of a conveyance. Conveyance, ladies, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is another word to say vehicle, all right, with a total bond of $57,500. The second suspect has not yet been identified and the investigation continues, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Right here giving you the stories, writing up in your face. I don't take no breaks like the Breakfast Club. I do this on an everyday basis, but it might stop sooner or later, all right? But I'm going to always do this because I enjoy doing it. It's my thing, all right? Moving along, got to give you some more because people be complaining that they want more news. They need more at all in one time, all right? So ladies and gentlemen, hold on. Let me give you some more. Florida deputy reportedly suspended without pay for boating under the influence. Flagler County, Florida. 
a Flagler County deputy was suspended without pay after he was arrested voting under the influence Saturday, officials said. What was he doing? Was he smoking that ooey or was he drink had too many drinks? Detention Deputy First Class Colin Haggerty was arrested by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission, which is known as FWC, on Saturday after a vessel stopped. The stop happened in the Intracoastal Waterway near the Hammock Dunes Bridge. Haggerty was charged with the first-degree misdemeanor and released after posting a $1,000 bond. The Flagler County Sheriff's Office said Haggerty will remain under suspension without pay pending the completion of the FWC's criminal case. All right? Okay. In a statement, the Sheriff's Office says... It is everyone's responsibility to drive or boat sober, whether on the road or on the water, said Sheriff Ricky Staley. I warned everyone that there would be extra patrols on the roads and waterways this Labor Day weekend and reminding drivers and boat operators to have a designated driver or boat captain if they were going to take a drink this or going to drink this Labor Day weekend. No one is above the law. And I am extremely disappointed that um, Deputy Flagger County Haggerty tarnished his badge and the men and women of the sheriff's office in our agency. Haggerty started his career with the Flagger County Sheriff's Office on March 24, 2010. All right. Haggerty, what the hell is wrong with you? You're supposed to conduct yourself in a better way. Didn't they show you that in the academy? All right. Why would you jump in your boat and start being under the influence? Why? Why would you do that? I know why. Because you felt like you was goddamn, you know, you felt like you was on, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? You felt privileged. White America, once again, I'm on my boat. I am a captain. Fuck everybody. I fucking will arrest you. And he probably was drinking and acting belligerent. Fuck the world, man. I run this shit. White America, white supremacy, motherfucker. Fuck that. If you ain't part of it, you are against it. You goddamn right. I love America. He was sipping. Just drinking. Just gulping that bitch down. You see what I'm saying? That's what they do around here. You know what I'm saying? And then the sheriff, the goddamn sheriff, the chief or whatever, he says, no one's is above the law. You know? Trying to make it look real professional in front of the goddamn public and stuff. Fooey. That's what I say, fooey. I got that word from the DuckTales. Remember the DuckTales from back in the day? DuckTales, woohoo! Brian, we ain't going to make this a comedy show. We're going to talk. We're going to keep this zero in the goddamn Deputy Flagger County Sheriff. What's his name? Shaggertree. I forgot his name already. It doesn't even matter. I'm just like the Rock Dwayne Johnson. Don't fucking matter. All that matters is that you police officers better conduct yourself in a matter where it's professional. All right? We don't want to see a police officer smoking that ooey or drinking any type of liquor because that is fucking misconduct. You got a gun in your goddamn waistband. You might want to feel, you might feel a little foggy when you're drinking that stuff. All right? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to remind you that, hey, everybody's watching. All right? So conduct yourself in a manner that is conducive to society. 
Does that make sense? Does that does does that sink in, ladies and gentlemen? Anyway, I'ma cut this apple pie short and sweet. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel, which I have not been active on at all. But you could type Box Benji in the search engine for goddamn um Instagram and definitely TikTok. I've been active on TikTok. I don't know. It's very addictive. I've been on there. And plus, I'm not even in good terms with fucking um YouTube because they're very harsh on black media. I don't know what it is. They cater to the white media and you can see that we are divided very heavily. You know, I don't have any problem against white people, but we live in a world where uh, black people get persecuted every day. Don't know why. I don't know why the hate, the bigotry is on our asses so harshly. You know what I'm saying? If my skin wasn't so dark, I probably wouldn't be hated this bad. People wouldn't hate me so bad. I don't know what I did to them where they're angry at me. Maybe once upon a time, I was a king and you was a slave. I don't know if you're still mad about that. But hey, it's a new day. It's a new life. We could um, coexist together and make this problem, this common problem, we could come up with a resolution. But these goddamn white supremacists don't want that. They want to take over the world. So hopefully an alien will come from another universe and blow this shit up. All right, I will talk to you later. All right, with another segment to make your day a little bit more smoother. All right, this is Thinking Out Loud with your man Ben Farrell. I will talk to you later. Peace.